Welcome to the Yosu Show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcast. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guests today are Signe Edebe Frederiksen from the University of Aarhus in Denmark and Lene Tungard from the Alborg University. They both published an article entitled Learning to Navigate the Landscape of Participation on the initiation of students into practices of entrepreneurship and education. The, this article has been published in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Taylor and Francis. Sina, Lenny, welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much, Vincent. Thank you very much. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer? Yes, we certainly can. So. In this paper, we are interested in uh, how students learn to take part in entrepreneurship education and in that way become competent practitioners, not only in entrepreneurship and education, but actually in entrepreneurship education. And that's because there's, there's this growing, you could say, recognition that students in entrepreneurship education learn best when they go through their own entrepreneurial process. So they need to engage to learn. Uh, they need to engage in practices of entrepreneurship. So they need to do entrepreneurship themselves. But they're not only to do things, they're also to reflect uh, and to learn about uh, entrepreneurship. So they also need to do education. And entrepreneurship practices are sort of in sort of taken into a formal education institution. So entrepreneurship education in this experiential version of it sort of connects, ideally at least, practices of education and practices of entrepreneurship. But there's also an, a recognition that this is not an easy thing to do because it's uh, you could say challenges. Uh, conventional ways of, of doing education. So there's also this acknowledgement in entrepreneurship education scholarship that it, uh, students find it hard to do, uh, they are frustrated and they want more teacher-driven education and they want the teachers to be controlling like they, they usually do. So we are, there's this idea that they actually need to learn to do entrepreneurship education. So we are interested in how do they learn that? So how are they initiated into practices of entrepreneurship education? And I, and I can maybe maybe add, I think both Sina and I have this interest not only in the normative dimension of education, you know, what are we aiming for, but also what actually happens. And our paper is an exploration of what happens in entrepreneurship education in a university setting where they are meant to go through the process. What is it and how do teachers conceive of it and how do students experience it? What are the main contributions of your paper? Well, we are after how we, we sort of use the framework of situated learning. So Lave and Wenger's uh, concepts of legitimate peripheral participation in communities of practice. So we're interested in how students learn to participate. So what kinds of or forms of participation are offered to the students in, in this learning arrangement? And what are they taking or how do they take them up? So what, how do they practice them? So we find three 
different forms. So uh, we find compliance. So they comply to what this, the teachers offer them. They go through the process and they are told, since this is not what they're used to, they should trust the process and they should trust the teacher. But there's also autonomy. They're asked to be self-directed and they're asked to take on this uh, learning opportunity and, and be self-directed learners. Uh, there are also the authenticity part, so authenticity as a, a form of participation. So they have to do real entrepreneurship outside the classroom and they have to engage sincerely in this uh, process. They have to... Uh, put themselves out for uncertainty and uh, be risk takers and so on, have this emotional exposure. But we show um, that uh, one, each of these forms of participation are sort of known in the literature as a kind of best practice. But when they accumulate in one um, course, they sort of create tension because they're contradictory in many ways. You have to be compliant or participate compliantly, but you also need to be self-directed. And um, for example, so there are, it, it is a very complex uh, field to navigate. Um, and uh, in order to do uh, with these uh, contradictions, there are, I mean, the students develop and teachers develop sort of what we call coping practices in 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 this yeah yeah and and also I, it is our sort of conclusion that situated learning which is sort of the analytical lens that we apply in the paper is often uh, um acquainted with uh, non-formal uh, kinds of learning arrangements but we use this framework to analyze formal education, higher education at universities. And we we uh, sort of develop the framework with these uh, three stances that uh, Sina has elaborated on um, to, to show how this analytical framework can actually uh, shed light on what happens in a university educational context, which is... Uh, well, very seldom uh, done in the literature. So, so, so that's also our contribution. What was for you the main theoretical or maybe methodological challenge or challenges in addressing such a question? If I should start, I think the main challenges has been to understand um, the 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 conflict uh, that we experience in the classroom. So, so actually, try and elaborate on. So, sort of get a more nuanced understanding that it is the conflict is actually part of the learning arrangement and not because students are socialized to be students and therefore cannot really act uh, in this new entrepreneurial education environment. But it's actually part of, of these, it's a way of coping with, with these different, uh, you could say, forms of participation that are offered to them. Um, so, so to develop this, you could say, uh, focus on practices and not practitioners. I think that has been a, a challenge. Yeah, and 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 also when within entrepreneurship um, education, there's often this idea that you have to uh, 
create an alternative learning environment, which is uh, non-conventional and non-traditional. And then when you do that, for example, through an experimental process-oriented uh, pedagogy, then on the student side, it's difficult for them to find out, well, is this school or is it not school? And what am I supposed to do here? And they recognize that they have to do both schooling and the critique of schooling in, in, in the same position. <laughs> and to just recognize that that is what's happening among students is, is I think, very good for entrepreneurship teachers in the future to be aware of and to reflect on. During your research journey, what was your biggest surprise or maybe the most counterintuitive result? Um, I think the, the, the biggest surprise is actually how it all ends in conflict and disappointment. When a course starts, all are eager. The students are eager to learn and the teachers are eager to make the students learn. But, but actually, it ends up with a kind of paradox where the, the students blame the teachers for, for not giving them the freedom to, to do their entrepreneurship. And the teachers sort of blame the students for not being proactive, but they, they want to be students and, and cannot do things self-directedly, but want the teachers to tell them what to do. So, so this sort of... Uh, speaks very much against each other. So I think uh, the, the, the sort of bringing together of, of three best practices in entrepreneurship education and, and seeing that, that actually when brought together, it creates an, an environment that is really difficult, if not impossible to navigate. So that it leads to a lot of uh, disappointment in both teachers and students. I think that's, that's sort of the main surprise for me and for me as well i would add <laughs> that what we tend to think is you know uh, best practice uh, harmonious uh, now we're doing real stuff then that it can actually end up in in such a, a, a dense atmosphere uh, that's that was a surprise what are the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs practitioners managers uh, practitioners in general i think for for us Practitioners uh, will be mainly teachers, but also students in, in a way. But for teachers, I think this is, of course, a single case study. So, uh, so you can sort of uh, generalize to all entrepreneurship education that takes sort of an experiential approach. But at least I think we provide a kind of framework to critically assess, okay, what kind of practices do we actually recognize uh, or what kind of forms of participation do we promote in, in this learning arrangement that, that we as educators set up? And is it actually fair to the students that we ask them to, to navigate? So we could start by asking ourselves, what do we recognize as a competent practitioner uh, in our competent student? practitioner in entrepreneurship education. So what should they be able to do? What, how should they participate in order to be recognized as a competent practitioner? Yeah, and, and, and maybe we are inviting uh, practitioners, which are yeah, mainly teachers, to, to engage in a kind of double reflection, both which is uh, very common in entrepreneurship education, a reflection on education and how to do it probably to, to uh, open up for the real world for students, but also to reflect on what we actually do when we do that. Uh, 
and the kind of uh, double binds that might uh, appear uh, if we are not aware of what we're doing when we do that. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so also some of these, uh, you could say, common complaints that we do, uh, actually we should perhaps try and, and have an extra look because it's not always so self-evident. Thanks a lot, Sine and Lina, for participating to our show and presenting your paper entitled Learning to Navigate the Landscape of Participation on the Initiation of Students into Practices of Entrepreneurship and Education. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship-ed.com and on the main podcast platforms.